You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Ja Rule or DMX, actually. What if DMX sued Ja Yeah, dog. That's what we call identity theft. Right. Yo, everybody. Welcome to the Fanatics Podcast. We are here today with Chinadu Unaku and Sam Tripoli. Man, the 90s are back again. Ja Rule and Ashanti are releasing a new fucking album. How do you feel about that, Sam? Good for them. Why not? Oh, wow, they are? Why not? That's news to me. What, are they supposed to get day jobs? Oh, yeah, you're getting more of this, Chinadu. I'll take that over these fucking Raggedy Ann rappers putting out shit. (laughs) This garbage mumble rap. It's kind of got really bad. And I hate when you, like, when you criticize mumble rap, the only thing they can say is, Whatever, old man. It's like, I like tons of new shit. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. stuff is flaming bag of dog shit, dude. Yo, then you should be excited because according to Ashanti, listen, me and Rule, it's so funny because we've been talking about that for so long, but now it's like, okay, it's time to do it. Do it. Do yeah. it, right? As an artist, you should put out as much content as you can. Yeah. yeah, this is the era. It's definitely uh, quantity over quality. Yeah, oh, f- quantity for sure. That's where it's at right now. But, but if you're blessed, I got an album coming out. Oh, cool. Well, I'm rapping. Do you really that. have an album? Yeah, me and Christina Milian. Oh, really? I'm so excited. Together. I'm about so that, happy man. for you. City High? Is it the City High Redux? Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's actually the title. I love to yeah, watch you guys it. fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everything's so fucking 90s now. Like, Good. 90s are so bad. <laughs> have you been in an Urban Outfitters lately? It's Early fucking crazy. 90s? It looks like the wardrobe department for fucking Clueless or something. It's dude, insane. there is an argument. Mom jeans are back 80s, all the way. Early 90s is one of the greatest era of music of all time. When you talk about how many new, like how many bands were rocking at that it's time? It's so synthy though. The yeah. '80s shit. You had that synthy shit Pretty in the nuts. back, man. You had the end of NWA. You had uh, Eminem coming oh, just from in. Rap point of view. You had uh, ma- heavy oh, metal, yeah, yeah, hair yeah, yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah. You have grunge. You had Ashanti. You had Christiana Milian. You <laughs> I know mean, what I mean? There was some great shit going on. And then I knew when it ended is when I saw when Britney Spears on Rolling Stone magazine. I go, oh shit. The corporations have taken over, mm. and now and it just ever and that all coordinates with a whole bunch of other stuff. But it's ever since then it's been like locked down. Well, well nostalgia is kind of a market. You know what I mean? Nostalgia is totally a market. I think like those kids who grew up as kids in the '90s are now old enough. They're kind of fetishizing those trends they weren't old enough to take part of. Any doc know? on the '80s or '90s, whether it's music or sports, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late yeah. 80s, early 90s. That's my jam. I feel like every era had bad music. It's just that this era, bad music, have uh, millions of people accessible to them. Bad music <laughs> and the like, worst parts of fashion from the past. Like, like, like bad music didn't, like it was very rare when like a bad musician made it to the top. Because there was no social, you media. had to have you talent. Had to wait. There was you know, no audio engineering and through. shit. Yeah. But now, you know, if you're a good marketer. It's not about the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Can you get these people to listen or not? For me, dude, it's like 
people are, there's no good music there's so I'm like as much music. as Spotify is evil yeah. for what it does to artists there is also that it's amazing for finding new bands like oh fuck I like that dude I like that band you know but the problem is is that the corporate rack and I don't really listen to anything yeah. even though I did shrooms yeah. at K-Rock's almost acoustic Christmas but right. that's pretty much the most corporate I'll get but the corporate stuff is so bad yeah, and the kids don't know how to find all this other stuff. Yeah, or maybe they do. They're on Spotify, maybe more than us. But the corporate shit's really bad. There's just a lot of greatness. It's like comedy. How many like underground guys are just destroyers? There's so many good. It's like music. There's so many good comedians and musicians out right now. More than I think there's ever been. I think it's harder for them to catch on though, because there's so much media differentiation that it's not like um, you don't have the two or three channels through which people became popular before. Right. Like before there was like MTV and the big three. Right. You know, if, if you know MTV got behind Michael Jackson, MTV got yeah. behind Eminem, they kind of pushed those guys and blew it up. You don't have a single entity like that yeah. with comedians and musicians. It's, well, it's kind of like having like a, a menu at a restaurant, right? If you only have four items, it's very a high chance that yeah, the items dude. are great, they're going to blow up. Everything, yeah. Everybody's going to know about it. But if it's like a million items on a restaurant, hell, once I find four good things I like, it's going to be very hard for me to try something new, even though it may be the best thing on the menu. Right. It's just too much. Like you're saying about the channel, there's too much content out there. I, I feel that like people look at entertainment, whether it's music or comedy, they look at like sports where like the best make it. And what Absolutely. they don't realize is – it's not that at all. There's actually gatekeepers who pick and choose yep. who get to these certain things. And if you're not one of the see back in the day, the different channels competed with each other, but now they're all somewhat owned by they're the same people. The same. So there's no competition, but there's actually conformity. Yeah, you know, and uh, Sam, if you guys don't know, he's the host of the very popular podcast, uh, Tinfoil Hat, on the All Things Comedy Network. It's a great podcast. You guys should check it out. You've done it a couple times. I've done it a couple you seem times. Seem to be popular on there. Yeah, I think the Tinfoil Hatters like me, man. For sure. They like me, you know. For sure. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. We always have a fun time talking about like weird shit and shit. So Aliens. it's always cool to have Sam. Damn here, yeah, yeah those are real, man. But you're you're right about um, they're amongst us. They are probably amongst they us. They for sure are, dude. It's Duh. you know what I always say about the reality, <laughs> dude, is that take every Arnold Schwarzenegger, every movie from the '80s, right, and just run it at one time. Yeah, they all run at the same time. That's what's going on. It's all going on. Yeah, there are yeah. so many realities. Well, that's actually the theory of infinity is everything happening at, at once. Yeah, that's for why sure. No ending. Yeah. So, and people are like, well, why even see? Oh, you do see it, but you everybody discounts it as crazy people and there's a lot of misinformation going on out there yeah but i love it dude can yeah, people yeah. hear me because i can't hear myself i can hear you for sure okay cool tommy sammy can't hear him if, if you're out there but no you know what you're saying in terms of you know we do consider sports to be more democratic in terms of achievement i would say they are on the whole as opposed to society but the two sports where you really see who has control is w within prize fighting and auto racing you know, auto racing, it's not democratic at all who's getting a seat in those cars. It's all about sponsorship and the money. Yeah. And a lot of those guys who are the most talented guys can't find rides, whether it's an F1 or an Indy car. And the same thing with prize fighting. You can have great, and especially in boxing, it's such a frustration. You won't get the, the, the right guys lined up, the best fighters to fight. It's so rare that you I get I do the, think boxing is entering a golden era, even though I'm a little You think upset. so? Yeah, I do. Why? I'm not, I, I haven't heard anybody say that. Why are you saying that? Because I think it's very interesting. The UFC forced boxing to start making matches, 
And now that's been happening. You see like it get more traction. And now the UFC's kind of taking a step back. Yeah. Because their stars aren't getting paid. So they're not getting paid anything. We're we're a country I mean, I'm telling you, this is psychological. We're a country of workers. We all work, and when we see workers getting fucked by their bosses, it turns us off. Yeah. We're like, why do you think we don't like the NFL as much? We've seen how these players get treated. Of course, yeah. And we're like, fuck this noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now e- UFC is working with ESPN, and I think that's dancing with the devil right there because the U- ESPN has no problem with completely destroying <laughs> their product. If they don't means- give a shit. I mean, look they what they've done to the NFL. Yeah. They have destroyed it. Like, well, what you're saying in terms of also when you have ESPN and uh, you know investing hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, into these sports leagues, and how do they cover them in a fair and accurate way that kind of has representation? No, but they actually like they cover football negatively. You think so? Oh yeah, everything's concussed, domestic abuse, and domestic abuse is wrong, obviously. Right. But it's like there's a lot of great stuff going on, but to them that's not clickbait. Now, Chinadu, yeah. do you think domestic abuse is wrong? Yes. Yes, I, I want to be on the record by saying yes, I do think it's wrong. <laughs> I'm upset that question was pinpointed. To me. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I know though. Man, Wait, does ESPN own the NFL? No, they no. are in you partnership. Pay, if you pay them. like millions of dollars for yeah. the TV rights, then well, like, when it comes kind of, to yeah. as far as them just shitting on the NFL yeah. in different ways, it's more about like you said, it's clickbait. You know, what I'm saying negativity will get to, uh, people to tune in no matter what. I feel like the NFL fan base. Yeah, they're not going to matter. They're not going nowhere anyway. I feel like ESPN they'll say some negative shit and they'll check the ratings. Okay, cool. Nothing really happened, so we could keep doing this and make sure we're getting the ratings on our end too as a news channel. But ratings yeah. are in fact down to the point that they get somewhat nervous. I mean, and they blame it on you know cord cutting and stuff like that. But it's like. I think it's more with the safety rules. Well, than also anything, ESPN, honestly. it's just they should get rid of I, helmets, dude. They should get rid of helmets. There's a lot of argument I'd rather for watch that in terms football, of concussion, man. man. But if you get rid of the helmets, then you know there's a lot of argument that will actually lessen concussions. Yes, because people won't be leading because with their there heads won't and be stuff. like any torpedo or like those leather helmets they had in the 30s and shit. I'd love to see guys in leather helmets. Yeah, man. But uh, speaking of the old days, the old days are back. Uh, do you see Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz are scheduled to fight a match again? Liddell last fought in 2010. Although his last win came in 07, he knocked down Ortiz twice. Uh, but they last fought 12 years ago. But uh, the most interesting <laughs> thing to me was uh, UFC guy Matt Sarah was in Las Vegas to get inducted in the Hall of Fame, and some drunk motherfucker <laughs> yeah. started fucking with him. Dude, the guy's and like just, a master jujitsu dude. Yeah, and he just sits on him like you know, like when you're an old, if you have a little brother and you ever just sat on your older brother or your older brother, you sat on your little brother, and just tap his fucking chest until he. I like, call that modern day liberalism, right there. Yeah, the yeah. guy on the ground, which is poke, poke, prod, prod. Then you get dealt with, and then they cry that you attack them. That's my fucking opinion on that. <laughs> and they're saying with the perfect intro to this clip. Listen to this. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I'm going to fuck you up. So, like, Matt Sarah's on top of him laughing, and the dude has his shirt pulled over his thing, saying, yelling at him, threatening him to fuck him up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Calm down, buddy. It's all right. It's okay. Dude, relax. It's okay. Calm down. Yeah, buddy. Come on. Come on. All right, I'm getting off you. Who's good? Calm down. I'm a cheer. You fucked this 
good right now. Are you ready to go? Right now. Do you want to get some help? I'm pressing charge with this guy right now. Yeah. I'm pressing charge. <laughs> Dude, I'm pressing charge. You gotta back up. I'm pressing charge. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Oh, I love drunk Vegas brawls, especially when they involve MMA motherfuckers. I love that shit. It poke, poke, poke. Dealt with, hey, why are you hurting me? Right. You know? Just trying to get paid. Typical yeah. dude. And I love that they film that shit. What is it about old guys in boxing MMA that they can always find another shot? Or always well, find another what I'm hoping is that this generates that they actually get a boxing deal for this fight. Yeah. Over an MMA deal. Well, that's the thing. Right. They don't know whether it's going to be MMA or boxing, right? Well, it's going to be MMA. But yeah. what is the deal? Which is... Oh, you mean... I see what you mean. In terms of the, the amount of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I thought, hope... Because yeah. if this goes well... I hope, Here's what my dream is. This fight is in Tijuana. Okay? Amazing. And they can just juice the fuck up. Just like... <laughs> juice <laughs> up. Like... T- they walk, they're so juiced to gills, they have gills. And they fucking no. can fight... Fucking gacked out of the skull. Anything yeah, yeah, goes. Yeah. Coke, HGH, <laughs> you can do gackers and fight. I love it, dude. Like they just have lines there yeah. next to a couple of roosters on the stool and shit. Like people are like, dude. Can we start that the Tijuana Fight Club? That I would be amazing, be great, man. Dude. Oh, you can do any drug. What would be like the between match entertainment at the Tijuana Fight A donkey fight show. Lady? A donkey show would be Some good. Tecate yeah. chick blowing a horse and just <laughs> <laughs> Little ping pong show, some yeah. shit like that. No wrong. <laughs> I've never actually seen or encountered a donkey show at Tijuana. I don't think they exist. I think they're like urban legends. I've legend. heard yeah. they do, but I don't. Where want have to you know. heard they do? In Tijuana, this is donkeys. Uh, yeah. What just girls fighting blowing or? donkeys? Oh, oh, wow, donkey head. Yeah. Do you know I, I was I doing was a show in there. Florida, and they told me that these young kids have watched so much porn, they're now watching that shit on the internet. They're what? now watching it on the internet. Yeah, now watching like the the peop- chicks have people having sex with animals. No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it is a category. Yeah, it is. So They're, somebody's watching it, dude. That was like the first. <laughs> they would have took it down. One of the first internet videos I ever saw was Mr. Horse. I right? never. Oh Mr. my Horse. god! That's <laughs> where you start. I want to be on the record. I have never <laughs> watched <laughs> animal porn. Oh, I don't it's know not really animal right porn. Now. How would you explain <laughs> what Mr. Horse is? It's uh, a, a homo snuff film. That's what that is. <laughs> Dude dies by getting a fucking locomotive up his ass, as Joe Rogan would put it. It's unbelievable. Somebody sat there. Like the weirdest thing about well, that is that yeah. somebody. This is well, what I don't okay. understand about any. Wait, video. Let, me, let me let me set it up I, real quick. Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't have no Mr. idea. What Mr. This Horse is. is there's a guy, a, a veterinarian in Ohio, who owned a farm, and he would charge people money to come have sex with the animals. On this occasion, a dude paid for a horse to penetrate him anally. But it is ridiculous how, how big pay? this horse's dick is. It looks like Shaq's fucking forearm. It is the most ridiculous goddamn thing. And he ended up dying. They took yeah, him to the hospital from just, internal injuries. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I used to have a great joke about that. I go, imagine going to that funeral. Like everybody's <laughs> crying from laughing so hard. Like what do you say to the mom? Yeah. Dude, what? here's what I don't First understand. First of all, you lied to the family. You yeah, don't tell yeah. them the real cause of death. Dude, come on. Yeah, nah, he died in a stampede. Everybody knows, dude. <laughs> My question is... The horse tripped yeah, and his dick fell in his ass. Who uploads the video? <laughs> Who uploads the video? Well, could you see his a face? A conscientious citizen at the sheriff's My department. Tom's dead upload. <laughs> he was just trying to nip that that part and just nip it in the butt. Tom probably he wasn't there to be others. You know? <laughs> probably found out Tom was fucking his wife. He's like, oh, okay. What happened to the horse? Is the horse... 
horse probably the horse was he free than these ever yeah, fucking it's probably been, retired. I'm sure he's like the like the toughest guy on the, on the horse yard. You know, yeah. you know who fucked <laughs> like, up? Oh, that's 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 Mr. Ted. Joke about this. You know who <laughs> fucked up? Oh, Mr. Ted, man, heard he killed a human with his dick. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I did that shit. <laughs> he's like the Ron Jeremy of the horse world. Yeah, man. Uh, you know who fucked up? Who fucked up? The PA agents for the two uh, two chicks, one cup. What, I mean, those mean? chicks should have been on tour. Oh, never seen that I, I know what that is. I never watched it. I refuse. Never wa- yeah. Was I it real? I play a game called Have Black People Watch This. Yeah. That's why I want to know. <laughs> There's a lot of men. Look, yeah. we don't want to go there mentally, so we, we say no I to a lot of things. I get it, dude. You get, Chris, you, get get Chris, you get Chris Jenner running those two broads? They'll be like uh, the biggest act in on the They no should have done like book signings. Oh, yeah, like, totally. How yeah. I Changed My Life Around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real talk. I mean, they could dude, be doing shows, exhibitions one, at the Getty and shit. They could be talking know? to high school kids, you know, making sure they don't go down <laughs> the same doo-doo path. It was <laughs> the number one video ever watched on you on the internet. That was before Shut the up. internet really... Uh, Got his legs. Now, now, Sam, you turned down uh, an offer to host the Pornhub Awards. Yeah. Did you not? Now, why would you do that? That seems like a sweet gig Because I have a crippling porn addiction. You actually have a real porn addiction. Yeah. And that strikes me as something that's not real. Yeah. What strikes up? What What makes it an addiction? Like, what, at what point did well, it become an I, addiction? Well, you know, I, I used to do drugs, and those two things just, you go down some dark Pass. You just start yeah. watching some weird ass shit, and you're like, "How'd I get in this neighborhood?" You fucking put ways. Get me back. Okay. The girls finger blasting. So, other. so for you, that chick's got the... a big dick. What are we doing here? You know, and you just gotta get the fuck out of what there. That, what's that? Like late nights, you're yacked up. You just yeah, get into weird. Yacked out of your yeah. skull. You're yeah. like fucking trying. You know, like dude, I watched so much porn for so long. I stopped watching for sex, and I started watching for cinematography. Like I was looking for somebody who understood how to shoot the art of pornography. That's right. too deep, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you wanted the artistic motherfucker. Yeah, yeah you, you was like critiquing the like, sound. Who's the Fellini of porn? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And the for. lighting. So yeah. you you can't even get down with the amateur stuff then. Cause that's just... I don't like amateur porn because it's just shot shitty. Yeah, with a flip phone. It's shot shitty. <laughs> GoPro sometimes. There's no lighting right. There's but you, no can't, you can't find like the Blair Witch amateur ones where it's no, like nicely like done and any of that shit. What do you like? What was your what was your go to? The, the high quality stuff. Just weird ass shit, dude. I like so, I don't like too high quality. Okay, I right. like a flimsy plot, just a little plot, okay, not a real plot. So like, don't you don't want the pizza to be Papa John's, yeah, little, yeah, little yeah, Caesars, yeah, little, little, you know what I'm like saying? That. Keep it honest. You know, I, so, so you, I quit. So I didn't you, do it. Were you addicted to porn or masturbation? Porn. To porn. Not he, to yeah, he's just watching. Young, I used to steal yeah. porn all the time. Yeah. When I was really young, and I would use it to get bullies to leave me alone. I would find, I would steal like oh, red started. tail. Black jugs, right? All that shit, real Black early. jugs. That's oh. a hell of a title, dude. There used to be just- Sam, <laughs> Sam is very multiracial. Black, his, his I love black chicks before. Red, school. What's red tail? First of all, what's red that? Tail is that like a red Native tail. American? It was like uh, um, a high end Canadian porn. Oh, okay, man, okay. But it was okay. like super glossy. Oh, I thought it's something they do with racial. racial. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. black jugs is, is black black boobs. chicks. Okay, cool. Because yeah. red. Okay, I got you. Okay, so then red tails Native American. Red tails like very. No, the best Native American porn fetish. I thought like Native American. Hells, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I would take steal these porno. Yeah, this got weird. Yeah. And I would give them to people to beat up the bullies. Right, right. So right. some guy was fucking with me. I go to a bigger guy going, Hey, here's some candy and some porno. Fuck that dude up, and they would go fuck that dude. Are up. you serious? Wow. So you, had, so you, you was that. like a hitman. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was running hits. Yeah, the prison. Yeah, the uh, black jugs. Yeah. Well, That's just crazy. dude. 
But there was you were you running know, currency. There was like one black family where I grew up, and the one daughter was Francine Handy. Was so <laughs> you still remember her name? Yeah, her so full name. hot. That's yeah, not easy yeah, full yeah, name yeah. to remember either. Francine Handy. No, that's a real person. I know. I could tell. She was fucking gorgeous. <laughs> the only yeah. black chick in the entire city. Right, 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 right. So it's like <laughs> the entire city. What was the city? It was upstate. It was Cortland, New York, outside of uh, outside of uh, Francine. If you're listening, uh, Sam, are you single? Francine. No, I'm in a long relationship. But something tells me your wife may be into (laughs) it. A long relationship. This is the weirdest like sports show I've ever Because he didn't say long term. I'm in a long relationship. This tall ass chick. (laughs) Well, did you see? Did you see the Brady post the other day? Uh, Some, I think it was um, Barstool. Put a picture of a hippopotamus like eating another hippopotamus's ass, and it's like right when you're out of the shower. And then Brady just puts like three emoji faces and like a thumbs up or something. I was like, oh my god, Brady is eating that Giselle ass all Wouldn't the time. You? But Giselle's, I don't know if I'm an ass eater, man. I don't know if I'm an. You ass wouldn't eater. eat that particular. Maybe before she cranked out a couple kids, like back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, I know you're a big fan of the ass eating. Remember? Uh, I was doing it way back. I was. I'm like the you were ahead of you. You were ahead of your time. Of- eating. <laughs> I was eating that shit way back in you the day. You was eating it in the back of the bus. Huh? Well, dude, I was front of the, the bus. Front of the bus. <laughs> the bus, I, I the bus ate, driver's ass. I ate ass so Sit on her ass all day. Come home to Sam. Sam, like, Rosa come here. Fought for the right come to here, eat bus ass driver. in the front of the bus. Man. Sweaty booty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sweaty public bus booty. <laughs> I was eating ass in 85, dude. Holy shit, man. And hey, man. Wow. You was a... Amazing. Pioneer, yeah, man, you was you a trailblazer. I just, you I didn't even know that. what I was doing. I just knew what I was doing. I got you, man. Wow, yeah. that's that's a. Can we talk some Lakers, dude? You yeah. want to talk some Lakers? Let's talk, talk some Lakers. Bro. About a lot of shit going on right now. You want to do Lakers or World can Cup? Do, you want to get to basketball or World man, Cup? I'm a right, let's guy. get, let's you know get, me. let's get. I want to talk about what is going on here. Yeah. LeBron signs with the Lakers, which is great. Right. You know, I mean, that I, I bet you they got the best HGH in LA. I mean, he probably gets the. You rocks think LeBron HGH? HGH? I don't think. It's, <laughs> I don't think it's chest nah. looks okay. big enough. Okay. LeBron looked like that since middle school. Yeah, but uh, dude, I don't care who you are. You don't have your statistically greatest season in your fifteenth year. Yes, you do. If you stop playing defense, he stopped playing defense. He started saving half his energy. I am telling you, it will disagree. There's no way to prove it until, but. Just like Tiger Woods, this shit's all juiced, okay? He should be on the undercard of the Chuck Liddell Tito Ortiz fight. <laughs> That's how fucking juicy he is. Uh, well, you know, we Tiger. Agree to disagree. He's Tiger, a different specimen. That's all. Tiger was linked to yeah, the dude, same Canadian somebody, doctor let's as, take as a lot at, of baseball yeah, PD. Let's take guys. a look at uh, Brett Favre, right? The guy who played forever. Yeah. He still wasn't what he was when he was younger. Yeah. This is a guy jumping higher than he's ever jumped. Since he yeah. was young, that's just not physics. LeBron's nah, he game was jumping is higher when he was in though, eighteen. Dude, you know? look at how high he's. I mean, like, dude, we're, we're gonna we get. When we, he jumps that high, he has to take a timeout, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as consistent as it used to be. So let's agree to disagree. On it, but let's talk about what's going on right now with sure. these signings. Sure, okay. sure, sure. And yeah. we do have we have um, we got some good signings though. I we like have that we kept Pope. Boogie, I like Pope. We got Pope Boogie, good. Boogie like Pope. to the Wiz. DeAndre went to the Mavs. Oh, we talking about the Lakers. Chris to the Hornets. Now here's Baldur's what I'm OKC. saying: that Boogie offer was off. Sorry, was offered to, to the, the Lakers. Lakers. They turned it and down. they turned it down. Now the question I don't believe is, that story. No, it is yeah. true. They so Boogie down. wanted to come to the Lakers yeah. for five point nine. Yeah, and the Lakers said no. Now they didn't my question is: my question is: my question is: does does LeBron James have a say 
in that signing, and did he have a say in that? He has a say in all of these signings, which is his problem, man. Yeah, now, yeah. Let he's, me a, he's, say, he's a worse. He's the only. He's a worse GM than George. He is the pain you know, man of the NBA. Don't even say that. The Go guy ahead. had too much say in fucking. Picking staff. That's why they didn't win as much as they should have. Peyton Manning is probably a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Peyton Manning is a better quarterback than okay? Tom Brady. But he had too much say in personnel, and that's LeBron James. Too much say. These signings were all done. Rack them up. Sign them up. Oh, this is bad. Get rid of them. Maybe maybe there's something to say. that I think football's a little bit different to put a one-to-one because you don't have players play defense. Yeah. But I'm you know looking what I mean? at the people. I don't, in terms of, I don't in take... terms of uh, NBA and what you're saying, there's definitely a case to make that LeBron has run down the last two franchises he's been at because he has so much influence and personnel clause. Look at how Miami was when he got there and how the roster was when he ended. And he had so much control to the point that because remember they build the roster remember, around him remember, and then you take him out. Remember when he LeBron two rings. Remember what, when, you know remember when LeBron <laughs> tweeted that he liked trail. Shabazz Napier? And they ended up drafting him that yeah. year off a of LeBron James tweet. Mm-hmm. And then he comes to Cleveland and you have a roster that's young and youthful yeah. and he goes to. And now it's just completely wrong. When, when LeBron the wasn't thing. there, they weren't in the playoffs. He comes there. They go to the finals four times in a row. They no, win no. and ring it against the Warriors, no, no. The, who set the winning record for that year. I mean, that's a good yeah. trade off. Okay, your team you has to figure it out again. Well, you guys had a good four year run. Congrats. There's a lot of teams who haven't had one year run like right. that. You know, it, that's a good trade off. Yeah. So then what I do mean, you guys- it, it worked. He, but, they're but, in the finals. But, but what we're talking about here mm-hmm. is all time talent. And it's like a great example of, uh, of this is Chris Paul. Chris Paul, I'm not going to say her name. There's a female comic that I love to death. She's a friend of mine. Right. She has. She has so much pull that she almost can get anything she wants to almost her detriment. Right. And Chris Paul's a great example of that. Like Chris Paul came to the Clippers because Blake Griffin, and then he like kicked out Vinny Del Negro. He brought in uh, 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 Doc Rivers, but he he bought off Morty Chu because they made Doc Rivers a GM, and he was the worst GM in the history of time. Right. So it's like it's too much. Say you got. Well, that's kind of the the difference between. You know, basketball, NFL. The NFL players are so jealous of the NBA players because yeah, of the but power except for Peyton Manning, who was like Peyton he owned that team. I grew, I grew up in Indiana. You know, I grew up with Peyton Manning, and all I can say is Peyton Manning wasn't a player. It was almost like a religious figure. Right, he was the Pope of Indianapolis. He ran the. He could do he, whatever dude, the fuck he wanted. He ran the organization. You know, but the offensive coordinator had no say in anything. But you know, I, but that was never our problem. Too, that was yeah, that it was, was it was always the defense. Well, you because know? of all the money, you, there's so much. We had money that Polian, like Bill Polian's philosophy on defense was we should get small, fast players who are undersized that we could. But get it, on everybody spends the same thing. It's like when they give like the Giants. The Giants just had a great defense. That's why they beat the Colts <laughs> or they beat blah blah blah. It's like, well, dude, you spend your money where you spend your money. If Peyton Manning's making you yeah. spend all this money on offensive weapons, of course your defense is gonna be duty. You know, right? It's just well, the way I, it is. My, but that's too much say for a player. Well, my. My my whole thing with that was I would have spent with a Peyton Manning less money on on the offensive side of 
the ball and almost stacked the defensive side of the ball. For Cause, sure. Because if you look at me, the difference, the key difference between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning is an offensive system. If you plug him on any team in the league, they're going to get the same production. That's not the case with Tom Brady. If you look at him with certain offensive coordinators, he has a better relationship than he does with others. He seems to exceed, exceed really well with Josh McDaniels now, but it's definitely off years that Brady has when he's not you know, in the system. He's just like a great... Great. I would say the greatest system quarterback of all time. I would say I would that argue. too, but I think he's just great, not just a system quarterback. I just think he's great. Here's the thing. Yeah. I just think the many of the greats of whether it's football or basketball have had GMs that made calls. And yeah, they ran it by them, but they made the calls. When you let the guy on the court start picking and choosing stuff, you know, it's like, listen, I know Andrew Wiggins isn't the isn't the guy everybody thought he was going to be. He was actually starting to grow that, and then Tom Thibodeau shit all yeah, over that. he brought in Butler He's, and yeah. lessened his touches. He's yeah, the yeah. player that needs the ball. Speaking He's of a Wiggins, rhythm player. He's on a spot up. I like him. Did you see Wiggins? Like, I love when on social media people get like into it, the athletes, and they try to get like in the scrum. This guy like Instagrams at uh, Wiggins. T-Wolves should trade you for a bag of potatoes. Wiggins responds, uh, at Lee Fault, and your mom should have swallowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing beats a good mom. You know, who, mom you know who's great at that? It always I gets her right there. Like, gets her right there. You, know? One of the, you know who's really great at like going back at fans? Uh, CJ McCullough, man. If you, oh, you guys don't follow CJ, him. CJ if y'all follow back. CJ on Twitter, man, follow CJ. CJ has me dying, bro. He don't give a damn. During What's the playoffs, saying? like it's like... They're in a serious. He's yeah. <laughs> well, know? you know, right now the rumors are Dame is going to go to either New York or Los Angeles, the Lakers. I think that's just to get people tuning out. And Kawhi also right. open to going Here, to the Clippers. We're not trading for no Hold Dame, on. First Dame of all, Willard. I would love if you guys could get CJ McCullough. I mean, I like CJ. Now, I, are you established? You're a Lakers guy, so we oh, have everybody in the room. Yeah. Sam is Clippers. I'm the Indiana Pacers, the greatest franchise in the history of sports, but it's okay. So Go dumb. ahead. <laughs> so dumb. Respect to you for being a Clipper fan. Thank you. On the dude. record, man. Always but been. Sam was pre Clippers before it was even. Now there's this new thing in LA where it's almost like hipster cool to be into the Clippers. I think the Clippers are th- in good shape with Jerry West. Though. Oh, dude. You guys, you guys. We have so many yeah. shooters on this team. We have shooters. Avery Bradley got assigned him for two years. I'm glad you kept but, Avery. He's great. I do. I like him a lot. I like Avery a just, lot. Just looking at the NBA and NFL kind of big picture, they're kind of in completely different spots. I think the NBA is in a lot healthier place. I would rather own an NBA franchise right now. I think there's a good chance in 100 years that the NFL is not going to be Could around. Could even be less than that. You know, but, but what the NFL has going for it that makes it such a great league is the parity. You know what I mean? You feel like every team has a chance to win. In the NBA, there's only like four or five teams – if that, that you feel has a legit well, shot. And now with this new Warriors thing, I mean, parity in the NBA is completely ruined. And small market teams don't have a shot like they do in that. Here's NFL. my opinion on that. And I've been talking a lot, so I'll shut up after this. But No, you're the, so, you're the special guest. No, so the, the problem is, is like you want these guys to have free agency and be able to pick where they go. They deserve every dollar they get. But what we're finding is that ESPN in particular, this push for rings has pushed these guys to somewhat be like, oh, here's this cheat code to a ring. And now I'm an all-time great. But what they don't realize is like, I don't know how old you guys are. I'm a little older than you guys. But like Michael Jordan's journey is amazing because of what he had to do to get to this ring. Mm -hmm. Now, it's like, I mean, there's a real... I agree with you that 110%. There's a real... And I'm sorry, I know it's your pockets, but let me finish this one. There's a real (laughs) argument that something happened with KD. When he is up 3-1... On the team, 
that he goes to the next season. That yeah. is that to me is scarier than anything. That's the the weakest thing I ever seen. Wait, so what are you are you implying that there was some kind of collusion there? Well, we heard that George. I know Carl, you don't believe in collusion. <laughs> George Carl was saying that about um uh, Andre Iguodala. He's like, yeah. we lost that series to Golden State because Andre D. Iguodala was telling them to sign him and letting him know what the fuck was going on. And dude, so we see this guy up three one killing these yeah. fucking dudes, yeah. and then they can't win one out of fucking four more games but, or three more. My games. My only thing with that is, well. Why go up three in the first place? Let's make it look more believable. Let's go game for game, and I'll give you the last two. You know? Well, to- I have, you, have you seen the movie Eight Men Out? You know what I mean? It's about no. the 1919-18 Chicago White Sox who fix it. It's not always like everybody's on board, and it's not always like – Well, you're giving – oh, come on now. If you're averaging 37 points a game, yeah. you can lose a game by yourself. Yeah, if you we're so talking decide. one guy. Yeah, 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 come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. They, they had two – maybe three scores on that team at that time. Yeah. Really only two. So I'm glad Sam is here. Do you guys believe in any sports conspiracies? My dad – to this day, if you talk to I want to get him on, but he's playing golf right now. He believes to this day vehemently that the NBA is fixed. The NBA is like, not fixed. But sometimes you feel when the NBA, like you're watching professional wrestling. You know, when there's seven games to win a series, it, it can't be fixed. But, but it has the most questionable calls of all been, the major leagues. I mean, there has been times where refs have lost their jobs for like you know Donaghy fixing yes yeah, or fixing games. So if there's if one gets caught, there's probably multiple under them. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Sure, but sure. usually when one gets caught, it kind of subsides or you know things kind of stop because sure, sure. it becomes a real thing so i would um, say uh, especially with the replay now they review calls i think michael jordan got busted uh gambling and they fucking checked him out i <laughs> now, think this that- is this is one of the most popular ones that michael jordan when listen he retired- to his press conference he goes if david stern will have me back i'll i'll come back oh really tommy can you find a are you is he out there can no, you see if you can quit. can you find a clip of uh that press conference if possible and what else? What other sports conspiracies? Uh, I believe that they they do make they think about narratives and how to sell shit. Mm. I think that is. I think big market teams they prefer to get higher. Are we up. speaking about the NBA specifically? Yes. Yeah. I think it definitely happens. You know, there's things that happen. As a Pacers fan, I can tell you a lot of the Indiana market believes that. There's the infamous four point call where we were up against the Knicks in 95, Antonio Davis doesn't touch him. We're up three points, and they get the three-pointer and the thing to lose. And a lot of NBA markets feel the same way. You have, you have uh, Mark Cuban, the owner of a team, in the 2006 finals after Dwayne Wade shot like 42 free throws. You remember that fucking weird game? Yelling at David Stern, your league is fixed. Your league is fixed. What about the fact that, Mark and Cuban I know a you're, weirdo, you're a Laker fan, <laughs> Mark but weirdo, that last game... <laughs> Boston yeah. versus Lakers, Game Seven, Staples Center. Okay, second half, Boston's up thirteen in the second half. Kobe's shitting the bed. Yeah, he's having a shit game. Meta row piece, and it's like twenty-five foul shots to five foul shots. Mm-hmm. That to me is is because the narrative is Kobe's getting his fifth. Next season, let's watch him go for the big I, I, six. I, sometimes I, I can feel it. And if you read what Tim Donaghy says about the way that they kind of fix games and massage massage the points, it totally fucking makes but, sense. But yeah. then on, on the opposite side, if that was the case, the Lakers, yeah. first of all, would be in the playoffs every year. Secondly, LeBron, even let's take this series, for example, sure. in the finals. Game one, they had a chance to keep a call the same, make sure LeBron wins the first game, mm-hmm. at least guarantee a fifth game, sure. more money, et cetera, et cetera. And they go with what they think is the proper call. 
Yeah. And to give it to the Warriors, who most likely were going to sweep if they lose if they lose game one. So even when they have a chance to do something sure. that you think would be the NBA's favorite and they don't take it, well, that should be evidence that a lot of things It's almost so shocking true. that they didn't. That's, that's how true. much we think that's rigged. We're like, fine. You know, like somebody fucked up. I really do believe that. And the guy who fucks up isn't Jer Ryder. It's George Hill missing a foul shot. Yeah. If he hits this shot, they're up a point with yeah. like – or J.R. Smith acting like he's hitting the Hennessy, you know, instead of putting the shot back up. But, you know, I will say I will say the NBA has gotten better in recent years, specifically since Silver's taken over. I've seen an improvement in uh, the refereeing. But you have to remember where the NBA was in the 80s. They were not a dominant sports league whatsoever. Magic and Bird kind of, you know, blew them up to that status where they were in the mainstream of the sports. I mean, NBA Finals games were on tape delay. Yeah. You know, so in, even in 92 and 93 and 94, they had every incentive to make sure big markets were being pushed and they're watching games. And I don't think it's any coincidence. If you look at the NBA, there is, there is no coincidence that small market teams do not win. Look at who wins NBA titles. How come it's never a fucking small market The Lakers were in the playoffs team? for the last six years. Yeah, but who was winning the title? No, no one's going to small. I'm not saying teams, it's always. All. It's not always the Lakers. That is the NBA's problem. No right one's now. going. That's all. They are. They. You got to draft your talent if you're a small market. Well, if I'm a small market, I'm drafting Euros. But and I think once. Euros are good at 18 because they learn the physicality of the NBA. Yeah. Like we had this Milo guy who was like Euro League MVP came here. Milos, Milos Teodosic, he the Serbian just, legend, yeah. Tiburas for all, for all my Serbs out there. Defense. Well, you got to understand, he like, he's twice. a brilliant passer. You got to see that guy's he's a great YouTube passer. highlights. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Pretty good Euros pass. where he's going <laughs> up against Euros, not that guy against looks, fucking that guy NBA looks, players. That guy yeah. always looks drunk and hungover, by the way, like a total Serbian. Looks you know like he'd be smoking cigarettes on the side. But, dude, I mean, like, he always needs a shower. We're bringing in these 18-year-olds, upset they can't. Change We're bringing the in these eighteen-year-olds. They're yeah. just not physically built. Well, you know where it's at, where NBA is heading is where football is right now. You know, you're going to have these things where it's like you have the talent developed on the small clubs, like Wayne Rooney was at Everton, and then he gets you know sold off to Man U, and then when his career's over, he comes back to the smaller club. Where the NBA is, there's going to be franchises in Barcelona, in London, in China, and it's going to be like soccer, where the small market teams aren't going to be able to keep their talent. I think, but they're, they're going to be massively, they're going to be massively that. profitable. They'll be massively profitable. It'll be a global league, Sam. I think that the you don't see that's where the NBA is heading. More teams in. Uh, well, 15 more teams. I think there should be a no. Seattle team, the Vegas in team. In the next 50 years. I think Minnesota years. and New Orleans should move to the East mm -hmm. and be in the Eastern Conference. I think they should do teams where it's not East versus Western Conference. It should be uh, most American most versus I, National, where it's like uh, you know some West are in this conference and some East guys are in this conference. Are you talking about the All-Star game or for I'm, the I'm talking about the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, not just this side. This side this side has an advantage because it's warmer yeah. weather yeah. and it's more progressive. The East Coast, like that. I mean, like look at Charlotte. They want to run old school basketball, which is bring it down, plot it, play hard D. Right. That's gone, dude. People want to play in a running gun, shoot, shoot, shoot. But there will there will be a Neo. Listen to me now. There will be one who comes and he completely breaks the yeah. back of That's the current modern coach, NBA. That's more of your coach because like Memphis Grizzlies is going to be a tough there's going to be the a guy freak. like there's going to be a guy like Shaq who's seven four and nobody can stop him in the post and nobody's going to have the personnel to stop him in the post. Well, Joel Embiid, yeah. that guy should be Joel Embiid's not cousins. tough enough. He should be 
destroying. So the are league. you are you guys interested in the NBA at all next year? Yes. Are you gonna watch? One hundred percent. My Lakers are back. Watch it every game. <laughs> I think LeBron will be fun. I like yeah. what the Clippers are doing, so I'll watch it because I, I, I love that Jerry West is trading away all of Doc Rivers' shitty rotation people. <laughs> that Austin Rivers is gone. That's how I know Jerry West is serious. I like, <laughs> I like Austin Rivers as a come off the bench guy. He's out of there. He's a, he's on a ninety-nine cent store version. A fucking Russell Westbrook, yeah. but he's not a starter, and he's not a crunch time yeah, guy. He has the old yeah. mentality. Too much cream in the coffee. He can't finish at the rim. <laughs> it's just the truth. The when they got in that fight with Houston <laughs> this year, I knew everybody much, was going. Dude. He can't yeah. dunk it. He yeah, can't yeah, dunk yeah. when he needs to, like like Russell Westbrook. He's a great player. He's not a starter. His dad was never going to not start him because his dad's trying to get him more contracts to get one. That's what a dad does. Of course, got to get him out. Yeah. Um, here is don't a, be surprised if the Clippers get quiet. Don't he, be surprised. Here's I think it, it's it's a, it's a, entirely possible, but they could also be I'll using be very they could be using the Clippers to leverage the. Don't Lakers be surprised. And I mean, dude, listen. My whole opinion is this: if the Lakers get Kawhi, yeah, the NBA league came in and goes work with us, yeah, and if you do this, we'll get you a number one pick down the line. You saw happen when San Antonio. See, what happens is when you lose your number one guy in a small market yeah. or a team, it's amazing how you get all these number one picks. Look at Cleveland. Lost LeBron. Oh, LeBron, number LeBron, one, number one, LeBron, number one. LeBron will be back on the Cavs before his career is over. Cleveland get a number one pick. They got what's number seven? They got seven? three number picks. They got Anthony Bennett. They got, they got uh, Bennett, Wiggins, and Kyrie. And Kyrie. I'm talking about this year they lost LeBron. Well, yeah, yeah but this is different. They have to went four, and then it, down the line we'll see. But if, the, if San right. Antonio sends, because they've been on the record, they don't want to send him to the Lakers. Yeah. If they end up, a backdoor deal is made, and they're going to get a fucking number one pick down the line. It's kind of like, well, you remember when Dennis Rodman was sent to uh, Chicago for Will Perdue and a fucking like Slurpee. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like anybody thought that was like an well, even there was trend. a lot of people were worried about Rodman in the locker room. They, right. That right. was fucking right. done on purpose. And then they get Tim Duncan. Yeah. Remember when Dennis Rodman can't play for the year? He's like he's injured. They have the worst. They go from the best team in the league to the worst team in the league. They get the number one pick, and now they have twin towers for the next yeah. twenty years. Yeah. Well, you know the NBA is in an interesting place because they had so much cap room in. 2016 like they were just signing crazy contracts like here i have some right here uh in 2016 ken Bazemore got 70 million tyler johnson got 50 million alan crab got 70 alan crab you wouldn't know who alan crab was except for who is that yeah. tall black rockets, guy that just rockets in. paid ryan anderson 80 million which is like you know paying 70 thousand dollars for big for, mac for 80 uh i think it was oh. like four for is a twenty million dollar year contract, but what's happened I'm now not mad at is them. all they that all that money. all that space has gotten eaten up, and now there's no more space left, which is why Demarcus Cousins is signing five million dollar deals. Well, he got a with deal a fucking, from New they, Orleans, they and he change, got mad they that they didn't get the max. They, they got to change. They try to give him twenty million a year. Yeah, they got to change the cap incentives to get these smaller market teams to retain their talent more. You know what I mean? But anyways, um, I found this really what, interesting. What a franchise player tag. I don't know. It's got to be. Now, it's got to be a large amount of money that doesn't count against the cap. To me, you got to change the rules. Like if a player makes the All Star team, Mark was saying this that teams shouldn't be allowed to pay them below a certain amount. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're an All Star, you're not allowed to accept a 5.9 million contract. That, I mean, designating the level. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, then what happened? It's the same thing is kind of happening in baseball for different reasons in terms of the market falling out, and you know established players not being able to get contracts what do you do then if nobody wants to sign demarcus for 10 million minimum you well, know no, he sits out a year offered them 20 million and then they rescinded the deal 
which he was dumb not to take. But. I don't believe DeMarcus Kemp. I, I, I strongly doubt that all these small market teams, like you're just talking about Charlotte, et cetera, who are in need of talent, turn down DeMarcus Cousins. Five point nine, ten million. That's that's it's, what that's what BS. Demarcus's camp it's is saying. BS. But I thought this was interesting. This is um, from the local Sacramento broadcast, and one of the games that is most called in question in the history of the NBA involves your Lakers, Chinadu. It was the two thousand and two Western Conference Finals, with the Blazers, game six, with the Kings and the Lakers. Kings and Lakers, Game Six. Here's the local the local telecast about it. Hey, y'all, welcome getting to Sacramento. <laughs> I'm not getting any sound Man, here, we're getting Tommy. shit off on these refs. <laughs> on these He's goddamn like, cowbells. Goddamn, turn the cowbells down. <laughs> well, this should be a good game. We this got Shaq and Kobe yeah, out here. Yeah. Shaq looked bigger today. What, what do you think, Sam? <laughs> goddamn it. <laughs> I, I Dude, let me tell you. I did a show in Modesto, California. Mm. They kept a game on. It was Dallas versus Lakers at the heat of Sacramento and Lakers rivalry. Yeah. Dude, it was the biggest comeback in Laker history, and they made the television stay on while I did stand-up. <laughs> it was hell. It was hell. Man, that's tough. Okay. Do you still Our do basketball league? not working, but that's uh, Yeah. I didn't finish the league. I started it. I, mean, <laughs> I couldn't make some of the Mondays, but our team won the championship. Are you uh, talking about uh, the Monday league? The Monday league. The comedy league? I won two league. championships. Yeah, man. I got two rings. I got my two rings. I got out. I'm just trying to tie LeBron and then retire. Tonight, a former NBA referee says the playoff series between the Kings and Lakers in 2002 was fixed. Let's go to Tony Lopez. He joins us live with the stunning allegations and the NBA's response to this. Tony? And we thought the big fix was the name of the I-5 project going on right now. But if you believe former NBA ref Tim Donahue, who was not a referee in the game in question, but if you believe him, the fix was on in Game 6. And the Kings did not return here to Arco in 2002 as Western Conference champs. But maybe, maybe they should have. You make this call right here as Kobe squeezes in between. The refs made lots of calls that night in May of 2002, lots of calls against the Kings. Hard to see how this is a foul on Vlade, who just sort of stands behind. The Lakers went to the foul line 40 times, 27 in the fourth quarter, and oh, won God. Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals, 106-102, to force the Game 7, <laughs> which they eventually won. But Game 6 was arguably the most controversial game That's in the history right? of the Sacramento yeah. Kings. Come on now, everybody had Shaq. Should have went 40 times. The NBA Finals. Was, According to this Shaq court document filed today like, by former uh, NBA Wolverine referee Tim Donahue, the him. NBA was determined to not let that happen. Donahue, the ousted NBA referee who's admitted to fixing league games, says the league ordered the refs in the Kings-Lakers no, game man, to make it. sure the Lakers came out on that top. Still alive. The refs were allegedly told, quote, <laughs> it would be in the NBA's interest to add another game to the series. Donahue says the referees yeah. called made-up fouls on the Kings to give the Lakers more chances at the free-throw line. That's not a foul. I'm yeah. sorry. The announcers picked up on the phantom calls and so did the fans who tonight <laughs> are shocked by the news and still stunned by the loss in 02. The alleged big fix in game six was all the talk at Sports 1140. But even more ridiculous than that is I recall, my memory serves me, is, is the, uh, the no calls uh, that they were committing on Bibby. No calls like this one. A Kobe elbow to the face, not a foul, said the refs. Tonight the NBA issued a statement calling the allegations, quote, 
a desperate attempt by Donahue to lighten the sentence that will be imposed for his criminal conduct. Yep. A King spokesperson tonight told me they had no comment on the allegations, saying the King's, quote, focus on the future, not the past. Ah, uh, but one can't... I mean, that is, like, such a shady game. It strikes out of my memory, because I remember sitting there watching it, just being like, I feel like I'm watching Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, versus the fucking Rock right now. That was you know? Shaq and Kobe versus Bibby, Bobby, and Weber, right? Yeah, that was the Weber, D-Bot's teams, dude. Come on, D- how, how many times did D-Bot flop in no serious, man? I don't <laughs> want to hear nothing about no fixed games. Kobe and Shaq, you lucky to get it to game six. The Lakers <laughs> homer, man. Come on now. Shaq went his whole career yeah. getting no foul calls. I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are there any other <laughs> – what are other <laughs> – Serious, bro. I get it, too. Yeah. Nah, man. Like when the Cl- the Clippers, the year the Clippers should have won the championship yeah. was the year that Don Sterling fell in love with fucking the trans chick. Do you remember that? What are you talking about? The flat the... faced trans chick no, no, that no, walked no, around no, in no, a no. welding hat. Do you remember? Oh, that chick? D- D- Donald Sterling. You mean yeah. like the the, the 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 she didn't want him to taking pictures on the Instagram with Magic Johnson? Yeah, that that day. Yeah. That was the year that we should have won it. Why, and when why? that all came out. The NBA made sure there was no way we were going to get past. We beat we we beat Golden State, and then we got ham- we just couldn't we couldn't get any calls versus Houston. OKC. Oh, it was OKC. I yeah. lost to. Yeah, we couldn't. It was there was no way they were gonna let that story make it to the NBA Finals. Wait, was that was that the year Westbrook and Durant made it their first year? Yep. Now I was have- that that was the same year. Yeah, we were fucking fire that year. We had Danny Granger at the three. I think it was Westbrook that was. You guys had no answer for Russell. Chris Paul was nasty. He was, but I think Chris Paul was the year we were supposed to go. We were a higher ranked uh, seed, and they were just like, nope. And dude, the only time I've ever cried in sports. (laughs) I remember watching that series. Westbrook was just a one man fast. I love Westbrook. Chris Paul had no answer for him. We'll see what happens. Some highest luxury tax in history, like three hundred million. They need a bench. That's what they need to do. But I don't know why anybody doesn't go after Kevin Love or fucking. Well, Kevin Love, Kevin Love may be coming to the Lakers. Oh, everybody's coming to the Lakers. Who else? Godzilla. That's what it's all. Godzilla, King Kong, Damian Lillard. We're getting Kevin Love. I guarantee. Michael's about to suit back up. I guarantee. <laughs> He's due to running track right now. Shit. I guarantee you. Magic Pol- called me yesterday. Palinka and Johnson are talking. Dude, he's a two-time him. champion. Dude. Why <laughs> yeah, would they want right. you? Dude? You know what I'm Average six points that year. Okay, <laughs> Sammy, I have a list of 10 of the most popular sports conspiracies. I want you to give me a 10 out of 10 likelihood and okay. thoughts on each. Okay. Right. Uh, number one, Michael Jordan's first retirement was actually a secret suspension for gambling. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Number two. The NBA rigged the 1985 NBA draft so the New York Knicks could get Patrick Ewing. 10 out of 10. The frozen envelope one. 10 out of 10. Listen, dude, anytime, and this goes for everything. I say it's with fucking TV ratings, uh, who won the Oscars, uh, billboards top anything. If there is no way to check these actual numbers, there's there's too much money in it not to rig it. They're like, oh, this accounting group are the only people who know who won all these stuff. Yeah. Well, who owns the accounting group? Right. So the NBA needed a big name in that market. 
Patrick Ewing is the reason I love basketball. Well, that's another time that Pacers fans think they got screwed because that should have been our pick. Patrick Ewing was one of the best prospects in years, and the league's marquee franchise needed a star. For sure. The person put, in addition, in the video, the person placing the envelopes in the bin seems to throw one envelope against the side of the bin, and the envelope David Stern pulls out with the Knicks logo inside. Of course, dude. Appears to have bent a corner. Okay. Of course, dude. Listen, Patrick Ewing was a wonderful player. He would completely thrive in this NBA, okay? But he was a number two. He wasn't a number one. Right. If there's somehow the Knicks could have gotten Dominique Wilkins on with him, they would have destroyed everybody. Okay. In 19, number three, Cal Ripken Jr.'s record streak of games yes. played was saved by an inter- intentional power outage. Uh, in 97, two years after breaking Lou Gehrig's record for consecutive games, a game between the Orioles and Mariners was postponed because of an electrical failure. This led to a wild rumor that the team intentionally caused the failure to save Ripken's streak when they learned that Ripken would be unable to play after he got in a fight with Kevin Costner, who they think fucked his wife. Yes. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 on that one. By the way, you know, baseball, I love baseball. I love the mythology of baseball. I love everything around it, except for actually watching the sport. I I love watching the sport. You know, I can't watch it for the first month and a half because yeah. it's wasted time. It's like the longest like preseason ever. Yeah. But baseball, I love baseball is, movies. Baseball, baseball is a national sport played on a local level. I it love is, that. It is the most. It is the. You can't. I can't watch a team that I don't know the story of these players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only can watch your team because it's the storyline of each guy, each guy's season. Sure, sure. What they do and what they don't do. And that's why you can't watch like, oh, dude, the fucking uh, the, the Mariners are taking on the Marlins. I don't right. care because I don't know these guys, like what they're up against, what they're doing with their history. Right. That's why baseball is a, a local. Uh, and there are people, uh, baseball's done. Look at the I age. That. No. Baseball is like uh, the the seniors tour on fucking in the PGA, dude. Once you turn forty, you just start loving baseball. Can we have my favorite baseball? I movie? hate baseball. Can we have my favorite you? baseball movie? I'm not for it. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you at forty, dude. I'll I don't think I'll 40. ever like baseball. Baseball is like a I call it a homework sport. Perfect, Why do you call it a homework? It's a good sport to watch. So you got you got homework. That's it. <laughs> just keep it on the back. You're not paying attention. It's just on the background. I'm 31. Okay, so you're still young. Yeah. There, you still have. You still fucking chasing, working hard, making money. But there comes a time when you're like set. You got your lady, your family, your job, and like you just grind, and then you just want to time. Not to think, and the best is baseball because you can just zone out, and then something happens. You're like, oh, and you just see, go this back. sound like drugs is, is involved on your end. <laughs> no, well, I, did, I did do shrooms at the World the Series this year. That's but, amazing. But I don't go there. Was high. that the last time you took drugs? No. Yeah. Okay. No, I did. Uh, no, it's well, been that, a while. It's, it is. It is a total the best zone. Like you always see in movies, old white guys working on their cars and like listen to baseball on the radio and shit. You know. Old Can we nerd out over my baseball. favorite my favorite baseball movie speech? I love this so much already. Walk out to the bleachers. Sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines. Where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they watched the game. It'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick that I have to brush them away from their faces. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. 
It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Dude, I love baseball movies so much, Dude, man. Dude, mystical black men just mystical. know how to <laughs> fucking tell you all you need to know to move the plot along. They're so good. You're right, man. And I love the way James Earl Jones says baseball. Baseball. Okay. So we definitely think. Yes. We think so far, we're 10 for 10 on we're everything. We're 10 for 10 on everything. Uh, number four, the NBA rigged game six of the 02 Western Conference Finals to save the Los Angeles Lakers season. Zero out of two. <laughs> yeah, come on now, guys. Shaq, there's no rigging against Shaq. He's supposed to win. The Lakers shot 27 free throws in the fourth quarter, scored eighteen, scored 16 of their last 18 points at the free throw line it's to win by four Hack points. at Shaq. Garbage, dude. We played inside-out ball, man. They had no answer for Shaq. Donaghy. You can't see it if you're rooting for it. I'm going to watch that game over. That's true. You could say that about a lot of things. Right. right. Uh, I am very uh, (laughs) non-biased. Donaghy suggested the conspiracy was true, noting that he had heard a game had been fixed that matched the description of the playoff game. Are you going 10 out of 10 on that, Sammy? I'm going going to go go 8 out of 10 out of respect. Out of 10 out of respect? Thank you. you. Uh, This one I don't think we'll know. The 1995 New Zealand rug, national rugby team was poisoned prior to the World Cup final. Uh, South Africa defeated the heavily favored New Zealand Wouldn't squad doubt it, dude. in 95. Prior to the match, many New Zealand came down with food poisoning. And after the match, the coach blamed a mysterious waitress named Susie. Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. That shit's fucking intense, dude. Dude, my dad, to this day, you ask him one of his most devastating memories. It was like the, one of the 1970s or 80s India national cricket team did match fixing they fixed it and they lost which is astounding because that's like the one thing people have in india is the national cricket team it's bigger than fucking soccer is in brazil and shit right. you know and the fact that those motherfuckers would do <laughs> that it's called dude and every every cricket day it is so weird dude, dude. every day when i say when he says the nba it's like fixed, two days and or I say, three days games uh, yeah yeah, yeah. They can I, you know what i realized dude yeah cricket a cricket game is a baseball series it is. Yes, that's a oh, very good it way is. of looking at it. It, it is. It is a baseball series yeah. for sure. Definitely. I, I played cricket in India before. Oh, like, did you, you really? No bullshit. So did I. High yeah. fives for Jesus. Yeah, there we go. See, uh, you want to win a series over a game Yeah. in baseball. If you, you lose a game, that's fine. But if you win a series, a, and in cricket, that's it. Yeah. You're winning a game over the series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. But yeah, to this day, I'm like, Dad, you'll be the NBA's fix. I'm like, there's too many people involved, this or that. He goes, I saw it in cricket. You know what I mean? I, I saw it in cricket. I saw it in cricket. That should be on T-shirt. I saw it in cricket. <laughs> <laughs> saw it in cricket. That surprised me now. Number six, uh, the NFL destroyed evidence from Spygate to hide what the New England Patriots were really doing. For sure. Yeah. Our report surfaced at the Rams. Secretly taped the Rams walkthrough prior to 01 Super Bowl. Many fans believe the tapes destroyed by the league show the Patriots. Yeah, they definitely had all their signals on the field. And even the Rams were saying, we feel like as the game is going on, they started to know what we were going to do when they yeah, did Yeah, for sure. If you know what signals they are doing yeah. in the practice before the yeah. game? You're yeah. able to call their fucking plays. For dude. sure. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 11 out of 10. <laughs> 37 out of 10. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven, Pete Rose had a secret agreement to be in re- reinstated to baseball after the lifetime ban. What do you guys think? Uh, what? Pete Rose has a long acted uh, has long acted as though his lifetime ban for gambling on baseball games was never actually supposed to be a lifetime ban, mm-hmm. and that he would eventually be reinstated. Uh, However, then Commissioner Bart Giamatti died just eight days after the suspension was handed down, and many fans believe his promise to Rose died with him. Uh, you know, now that he got busted banging high school chicks while he's playing, I think it's going to be. A lot harder for him to come back. Well, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to roast him. It came out. He's banging like minors way back. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, I, I, I think we should have scumbags in the Hall of Fame. Now, maybe murder and rape should be this line. Sure. Okay, which I'm sure some people debate that even. But not. But just because you're a bad guy. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't make it into the Hall of you Fame. There should be the scumbag wing of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but whether it's all like Darren yeah, just Sh- the twenty one and over. I, I feel like whatever as long as whatever you did didn't affect um your performance, right? Didn't enhance your performance, then yeah. you should be allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. If it comes out you bet against your team, that's a different thing. Yeah. If you're always betting on your team, you're like, we're going to win this Which one. is what yeah. Pete Rose did, right? He never bet yeah. against the Reds, right? Which is, yeah. f- to me, it's like, okay, you're pretty confident. Yeah, yeah like yeah, if you yeah. kidnapped somebody. But he yeah. does look like a scumbag. Like Darren Sh- Well, dude, the, the plow into the, the fucking catcher in the All-Star <laughs> game and ruining his life is a level. Well, you- he, he what? He uh. concussed the dude? So, yeah, and he yeah. never was the same. So the guy's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Aaron, cool. Aaron Hernandez, he, uh, I'm not sure if he, if he was good enough to make the Hall of Fame, but if he was, he definitely shouldn't be. He should be allowed. Great to. example is Darren Sharper, who was yeah. an all-decade safety yeah. for New Orleans, uh, he, like, and now he's like doing yeah. murdering. Murdering people right? doesn't make you a better tight end. So. Murdering and raping people. Well, let's just face Unless it. Unless you're just Ray Lewis, being yeah. a tight end in college in the state of Florida, you're shady as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know there is a case to be made with Aaron Hernandez that. He he had the brain of a sixty-five year old. When you're putting that much violence into people, and I did the math one day for like Bruce Matthews, like mm-hmm. an offensive lineman taking hits, and through practice and through games and stuff, mm-hmm. and like it's crazy the amount of hits they take, like something like yeah. fifty. His brother, he had a big when you have that much drug problem. When you have that yeah. much violence put into you, like violence is gonna fucking come out of you. you yeah, know? but you look at boxers, MMA. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a couple people yeah. go crazy, but yeah, yeah. just because you're playing a violent game, don't mean you're gonna become violent. No, but I don't think it's a you rule. Are it can happen, right? Yeah. For example, like if, I, if a few of us go play at a casino, right? Let's say 10 of us go play poker. One could possibly pick up addiction, right? He should have been there first place. Right. It depends on Or like, if 10 guys are watching porn, one of them might yeah, end might, up, you might know start might up might shady town. Yeah, <laughs> might actually watch the whole movie. <laughs> well, let's take special people, right? This notion that people don't think special people should be like charged for murder or maybe something like that. Like, right. what like, do you mean special people? Like rich people no, or like, like athletes, talented people? No, I'm people? talking about mentally handicapped. People. Oh, okay, like special, oh, okay. special. But people. if you kill somebody, I think it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I get that you don't have mental capacity, yeah. but you've taken somebody's life, like, right, right, right. or you've taken multiple lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that gets thrown out of the door. Right. Once you've killed somebody, I don't care if your IQ is 50, you kill, you had a conscious enough to kill somebody. Right, right, yeah, right. I think there should be a punishment, but the punishment should also take into account 
Well, I'm anti-capital crime because there's too much institutional racism in there. How many oh, times sure. do we 100%. find out how many black men were actually innocent and an all-white jury found yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. And so even, even when they, a lot even of times when, you don't get locked up not because you were guilty, because you're too poor to fight your 100%. case. 100%. Yeah. And even when they have the DNA, sometimes it's, it's even harder. I, uh, I, I, I would rather a thousand guilty guys do life in jail than one guilty dude get one that innocent used to guy be, get fucking That used murdered. to be the American kind of principle of the justice yeah. system. Well, there's, there's too much corrupt money of, in it. of the American justice system, uh, number eight, Muhammad Ali's phantom punch to knock out Sonny Liston in Are we asking, is boxing rigged? Did you just ask that? <laughs> <laughs> right. There's one sport that's rigged. is boxing and dodgeball. Do you think Ali was in on it? If you don't know, this no. is a phantom punch in which no. uh, he hit Liston. Sonny Liston is one of the shadiest dudes to ever be in But there's also sports. him throwing the fight because he, he's mentally beaten. Like, yeah. do you, it, the, is the conspiracy that he threw the fight because mobsters told him to? Or did I, yeah, he throw I think the that, fight? Because he didn't want to get knocked out for real. I think yeah. that's the, <laughs> like, If I'm I, exhausted, I'm going to fall first. You're not going to hit me. Yeah, the intimation is that he threw it because uh, the mob was behind it. The mob was behind it. Or whatever. And also, like, he was a big man. And then if you actually look, Muhammad Ali is bigger than it. Like, that fucks with dudes' heads. Yeah. Like, these NBA players can't fight. Have you ever watched NBA players Terrible. fight? Because they're always the biggest guy in the world. Yeah. And then some big-ass dude comes yeah. and knocks him the fuck <laughs> and, out. And NBA players are really uh, fun guys to be around. And so, yeah, they don't have to fight. They should. A lot of NBA, are great. Yeah, they've also been rich. They've also been protected by people. That they haven't had to fight. You know, dude, like, have you yeah. seen Shaq throw a punch? Most, hu- most humans haven't really had, had, had to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude. There's literally chicks are like, that's NBA chicks right there. That's how good an NBA player's life is. We label these super hot next level chicks as that's NBA pussy right there. You know, <laughs> like that's how great the life is. Like it's not just tens. It's like 10.5s and 11s. It's, it's not yeah. just a normal chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. So what do you guys think about the World Cup? We have the round Russia's of eight. We have Belgium, Brazil, Uruguay, France. Of course, Russia. Who's cheating, who's left? I saw watching after uh, Belgium, Brazil, Uruguay, France, Russia. Who else? Tommy. Who are the other three? Uh, France. You got England. France, England, Russia, Russia, Croatia. Croatia. How I much want, time I we want, have left, Tommy? Uh, you're at an hour five. We're at an hour five. Okay. I want Russia to win just to see Donald Trump. Tweet. I went just to see him invite him to just the to White see, House. Yeah, I just want to see the Congress. Yo, can you shut, and that, and can you and shut that door, Tommy? And they're gonna come if he doesn't fight. That'd be Yo, I always love talking weird shit with Sam. I want to end it kind of on this and get his thoughts on it. Um, so you know how get they, weird, dude. You know how they always have these animals that predict this shit, right? Yeah, the octopus. That you know the octopus. So an octopus in Japan, brilliant in Dune, caught off Obira, a town in Hokkaido. Uh, the day before Japan's World Cup opener against Colombia, the 51-year-old fisherman Kimio Abe dubbed him Rabio and immediately put him to work. Abe sectioned off a kiddie pool with the flags of the teams plus a third area representing a draw, and Rabio predicted the winner of the match, uh, uh, but Rabio wasn't done, and he also wasn't over. He predicted correctly that Japan would draw with Senegal and that Japan would lose to Poland. He was three for three. I'm glad the forecast turned out to be correct. And Japan moved on to the knockout stage, right? And then they killed the, <laughs> killed the octopus and sold it off. And the next octopus he, sold, he bought didn't have the same predictive what capability. What a piece of shit. Uh, first of all, Japan lost that because they have tiny legs. <laughs> Did you watch that? No. It was like watching little Lego men fucking yeah. try to take on these fucking giant 
Flemish. Yeah, it was like, dude, it was their little legs. They they just ran right past these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like these Care Bears were trying to keep up, <laughs> and they couldn't keep up, and they just – it was the most amazing goal I've ever – it was like yeah. time at the end. You remember like – the last World Cup where the U.S. was like, oh, it looks like we're going to win. And then Ronaldo just put that kick. Right. Like, right in the only place that the guy could, could head it in. Right. Like, that's why I'm like, oh, shit, dude. This yeah, is yeah. Uh, this is shit love, we ain't seen before. I love Japanese culture. Have you heard of these white guys, these otakus, that are, like, obsessed with anime? And they go over there, and they just, like, live by themselves in their basements, and they just weird out all the Japanese people. Have you heard of these motherfuckers? No, what about the Japanese don't have sex hardly? It's like a dying culture. It's, a, it's happening all over the world. Good. In, in Europe, it's happening. What should happen in L.A.? There's too many people. <laughs> They're having declining uh, declining population everywhere. But the interesting thing, the reason I brought this octopus. You know why? Because chicks are annoying. We you just want to so? fuck fleshlights and be left alone. <laughs> well, Japan has the leading robot sex technology, actually. Yeah. You know? But uh, do you know this whole thing with octopuses, how weird they are? Like, they're considered actually to be the second Aliens. most intelligent thing. And I'm glad you brought that up. So they actually did a study, whoever they are, in a legitimate scientific paper. And apparently, the amount of sequenced DNA that the octopuses have are completely, uh, are even more complex than human beings and don't bear any relation to uh, any living being. Just real quick, here's a clip, and then I want to get your thoughts on this. They're shapeshifters. <laughs> well, they can do crazy things. I saw an octopus break out of uh, the aquarium it was in and find the correct sewage line that was going to the ocean. It, like, literally escaped out of the thing. This has made the claim that... What's up? Octopuses came from outer space. According to their proposal, the cephalopods, which are particularly unique from other known Earth-dwelling creatures, traveled here as eggs attached to space rocks, then flourished due to Earth's life-friendly conditions. It also suggested that octopuses could be the result of an extraterrestrial virus that traveled here in a similar fashion and impacted squid by accelerating the evolutionary process. The theory at large is called panspermia and is not unique to the suggested octopus situation. Other creatures with extraordinary... Yeah, so what do you think about the possibility that octopuses might be alien shit? Dude, there? for sure, dude. Yeah. I mean, there's so much shit going on. Like I said, everything is happen everything's happening at once. I think you and I are probably both big proponents of the simulation theory. Oh, for sure. Like this, There's a good argument that this is a prison planet and that it's the Matrix and that the Archons just thrive on our pain and suffering, and that when we die, they want us to go back <laughs> into the light. You should see Chinadu's face and, right now. That's great. You learn. And you go back <laughs> into the light, and then you get the soul. So the key is to learn as much about love and compassion in this lifetime that you don't go back into the light after you die. Oh, okay. Because you go in the light, and then there's this room with these people fucking, right? And you're like, oh, really? oh hey, man, I like that fucking. Right. And those are your parents, and you jump in, and she... And that's how you pick who you're born to. Uh, the dependent Book of the Dead kind of says something like that. Yeah, but for sure. real quick on the simulation Wait, theory. Uh, on the simulation theory, real quick. Um, the, the, the main theory has kind of been propagated by this French philosopher. And the idea is this, that we'll be able to create uh, photorealistic graphics pretty soon, right? And, you know, the human brain operates at 20 petaflops or something like that. Remember how computers start at 133 megahertz? Oh, oh 20 petaflops. It's something 20 peta, petaflops. Peta, but we'll, peta we'll, we will be able to, uh, we'll be able to what actually What is it, 20 peta pits? What is 20 peta pits. But real quick, <laughs> we'll be able to clock speeds faster than that, okay? Faster than 20 petaflops in the next 10 years or so. So if we can create, uh, if we can create a fake reality, 
which in terms of technical capacity, we're more than capable of doing, especially in the next 100 or 200 years, it is actually most likely that that's the explanation for this existence. There's also because we can, we can conceive of its technological existence, if you get mm. what There's I'm saying. There's also yeah. a theory that we, Peter this Pitt. is AI trying to learn where it came from. So it's created this ancestor, thing. Ancestor simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Which I totally agree. You totally agree. I mean, dude, Kim Kardashian made a porno. Now she's popping people out of prisons. <laughs> talking about running for a fucking Dennis Rodman. It just brokered peace in the Middle East. What's next? Ron Jeremy curing syphilis. I mean, it's like, it's all happening. It's like, no matter how bad you fucked up, you can fix the simulation. And then I had a friend of mine who went so deep into it. She f- talked to the these spirits who just told you that you could literally con- make whatever you want to happen, happen. You know, obviously you can't be like, I'm going to be a president, but you can like, you can control your reality. Yeah. I love that. What did you learn on the show today? Chinna do I, I learned uh, a lot that people out there think, uh, hate on my Lakers still <laughs> 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 that my brain is operating at 10 Peter pits, <laughs> <laughs> You're a 20 Peter pit guy. Come on. 20 Peter pit. <laughs> Sam, what'd you learn on the show today? Um, that man, Laker fans just really don't ever see the bullshit ever. Hey, look, man, I heard you out, and I decided it's, it's not true. No, dude, I, I, I learned that just because you have a sports podcast doesn't mean you have to talk any sports. That's what I learned. <laughs> right. Sam, tell me where to find you. Uh, at Sam Tripoli, uh, and check out my podcast, Tin Foil Hat, and... Uh, if you want to go deep, homeboy, we pop minds like champagne bottles. I fucking love their podcast. Yeah. Chinadu, tell them where to find you. Yeah, I'm at the Laugh Factory currently at 8001 Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm online at Chinadu Comedy. That's Chin, E-D-U Comedy. That's my Twitter, uh, website, Instagram, all that jazz. And I'm Sean Joshi, at Sean Joshi, two A's. And find us on At Fanatics Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I want to thank Sam for coming through today. He's so much fun. Make sure you check out his podcast. And we're going to play you out with a little of Sam's comedy. Sex Robots, baby. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Article, the Japanese have created fully functional sex robots. You can have sex with robots. Yeah, they're coming. And guess who they're coming for? Our women. That's who they're coming for. Yeah, because we know how you ladies love your little pocket rockets, huh? A little woo! Woo! A little offshore drilling, right, ladies, huh? Imagine how much fun you'll have with some walking, talking iPod with a detachable penis cranking out Justin Timberlake all day, right? Guys, you're gonna come home one day and your girlfriend's getting shagged by a transformer. It's gonna suck, right? <laughs> Robots are gonna be everywhere doing everything, people. And there's some people who are fucked, too, like the illegals. There goes those jobs. Jobs nobody wants to do, but we won't have to because robots are doing them. That's why if I was Mexico, I'd just attack Japan, you know what I'm saying? Preemptive strike, hit them hard, hit them fast. A little tequila versus sake war, let's get it on. And let's be honest, wouldn't that be the cutest war ever, huh? Mexico versus Japan, come on, that'd be like the Ewoks taking on the Care Bears. I could... Oh, <laughs>